Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Robert Kuhn. This is Destination Retirement. Thank you for listening today. This great Saturday. Hopefully everybody's had a great week. A lot to get to this week. Um, Certainly uh, was, was an interesting week in the market. Seems like that's kind of par for the course these days. Uh, I think obviously a complex and evolving uh, retirement planning landscape is making it difficult for consumers to determine which strategies and tools are right for their unique needs. That is one thing that we uh, specialize in. Those individuals who are in retirement or within 10 to 15 years to retirement Our job is to make sure that we are allowing your portfolio to embrace uncertainty. We incorporate uncertainty in asset allocation construction, which helps us overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio models. Uh, The easiest way to get in touch with us and to have a conversation is to call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to talk this week. That number is 630-492-1912. 6304921912 she can uh, set a time for us to talk this week the website is backing up so we're happy about that we do podcast every episode so if you like the show or if you caught just a portion of the show and you want to listen to you know every show that we've done in the past certainly can do that uh, we um, uh, do podcast every show so you can go back i think almost 2 years now uh, at KUHNCP.com. So KUHNCP.com. Again, call Paige this week. Let's have a conversation, 630-492-1912. You know, those individuals who should reach out, I'm often uh, think about that, and uh, I look at who uh, does reach out every week and, and we have conversations with. And, you know, th- they're all types of investors, And generally, the common theme is they're not 100% certain that their portfolio could withstand this changing market. They're nearing or in retirement, and they are concerned. And they have right to be concerned because most of the portfolios that we look at are pretty basic. Uh, They don't have uh, uncertainty planning. They don't have uncertainty strategies. And I think for the next one to three years, that's going to be at a premium. And uh, I think that's why we get the downloads that we do of the podcast. And also, I think that's why we get, you know, those individuals that call in. And I think if you, you know, asked everybody who called in, you know, our job is really just to have a conversation, learn what you're doing and see if we can help improve your current situation. So a couple of things on rates this week. Uh, As you know, if you listen to the show, our uh, philosophy on managing money is kind of a bucket strategy. We want to make sure that we have uh, protected growth or protected income, depending upon your situation. Our equity strategy is all individual securities. 
the strategies that we use um, are four. We call them core four. Uh, all three, uh, well, all four rank in the top five uh, percent of all like managers. Uh, one is uh, in the two in the top one uh, percent and one in, in top two percent and the others in the top five percent. So, again, this is, you know, what you need. You have to have the best of the best. And then uh, lastly, the opportunistic growth strategy with markets the way they are. We're finding tremendous opportunities to uh, take advantage of near-term pricing dislocations and and hopefully really make some significant gains. So the current rates on the protected growth strategies are still 15%. Uh, so really simple math, you get the first 15% currently of the S&P 500 on an annual basis. Once you receive a gain, that gain's locked in and never to go down in future down markets. So obviously, that is a phenomenal, in our opinion, uh, risk reward when you can get 100% principal protection, the first 15% of the upside currently, and then you get that gain. If you get a gain in a year, it's locked in. If you have fixed income and you've lost a lot of money, let's have a conversation. It could be a great fixed income repair strategy. And for those who just want some good growth potential with you know safety, it's, it's a great philosophy. The... Um, are on the equity side, uh, really simple. If you have over $100,000 and you're invested in mutual funds, mutual funds are not customizable. They're not tax efficient. They are not, um, uh, you know, you really just, you know, when you look at kind of what funds are, um, there's just so many limitations. But when I look at it, you know, the lack of transparency, the lack of customization, and then the lack of, um, uh, you know, they're just not tax efficient. Uh, it's a challenge. So if you have over a hundred thousand dollars and you are currently invested in ETFs or mutual funds, let's have a conversation. I think you'll be surprised, uh, especially when you find out that the average growth fund is losing 2.1% to taxes. So a lot to get to this week. I want to talk about what a successful retirement looks like and how we get there. The importance of managing uh, volatility in uh, portfolios, the benefits of ex, uh, having exposure to multiple asset classes, and uh, just uh, you know, kind of uh, some other things that that come to mind. If you listen to the show for any length of time, sometimes we go off topic. Off topic, but my job is to provide you with something that I uh, believe is educational, and you're going to get some uh, benefit out of it. So the market currently uh, is challenging. Um, you know, We're in kind of this very narrow trading band, which I think is driving many people um, you know, crazy. Uh, the market is, uh, for every good day, there seems to be a bad day, and that is when people start to get itchy. But as we talked about last week, you know that when everybody is on one side of the consensus, generally the other side happens. And so the consensus going into this year was a first rough uh, part of the year, then a strong back half of the year. And, and uh, con honestly, stocks could have a surprisingly strong first half of the year. Uh, the risks of a recession certainly still may loom in the second half, but you have to watch for opportunities in, uh, in, in stocks. And I think you know, we have to be wary of the human tendency to fight kind of the last war. And the fame investor, uh, Barton Biggs, uh, once warned 
that you just must be wary of human tendency to fight the, the last war. And if you think about that, it makes a tremendous amount of sense and nothing more uh, when it comes to investing is one of the biggest mistakes that I see from individuals and I see from financial advisors is they're always backward looking. When you meet with a new potential client, you want to show them something that looked good. And so what you do or what most advisors do is they're going to screen good investments, good mutual funds, good ETFs that did well for the last one, three, five, seven, ten years. That means very little about what is going to happen going forward. And you have to be concerned about that. Again, you know, the financial advice business, I think there's major, major conflicts of interest. And we have to look at not what did well, but what is going to do well, or at least what we believe has the best chance to do well. Most investors today are fighting, uh, certainly the last wars, the bear market of 2022, and believe that corporate earnings will collapse in early 2023 and bring the stock market down with them. You know, pessimism is rampant, but I tend to be a little bit more opportunistic if you have the right strategy. That is the challenge. There's a big caveat to that. I love the fact that, you know, there, you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, most people will sell, you know, people like you, Rob, that I talk with, you know, they're going to sell on fear, 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 fear. And, and certainly we're nervous. Certainly we're concerned. Certainly we have to manage risk, but we're very, I'm a, a pessimist. Uh, I'm, I'm not a pessimist in, in really any area of my life. I'm much more of an optimist, but I want to make sure that you understand that you have to have the right portfolio. You have to have the right strategy so you can realize, you know, the gains, but also protect from potentially the major losses. So, you know, historical analysis points to uh, a quirk of presidential cycles. You know, we often hear a lot about that, especially with, you know, you know, when Biden was elected and going into, you know, now, you know, the back half of his first term, you know, during the 16 quarters of every presidential cycle since 1950, the S&P 500's best quarter of all 16 is the first quarter of the third year. So, the, you know, obviously, if, if you do the math, that's the quarter we're currently in. And the 12 months following a midterm election, uh, such as 2002, the, or 22, sorry, the S&P 500 has averaged a 33% gain, and the index has netted an increase every time. So the current presidential cycle um, has been, you know, no exception to that pattern thus far. You know, so hopefully pointing to positive uh, potential for, you know, certainly this quarter and next quarter. And it's, you know, a challenge because, you know, if you look at the economy, I mean, there's, you know, parts of the market that are slowing. And then there's certainly parts of the market that are, are be, being very resilient. And when you look at uh, economic indicators such as GDP and employment, they're showing that the U.S. economy is is proving too resilient to really truly warrant a potential, uh, you know, first quarter collapse in, in, in earnings. And, and that ultimately is what everybody is looking at. And I think the outperformance of financials, industrials, and materials in recent months also suggest otherwise. So y- you have to make sure, I know so many people are sitting on the sidelines, they're sitting on cash. And, you know, I hear over and over again, I want to wait to put this money in the market until I feel better. And well, what makes you feel better? Well, the market goes up. Well, you may miss 
And and if that's your philosophy, what that tells me is your portfolio is not constructed correctly because, again, we want to make sure that we have that protected money that we know we can't lose, whether it's on the growth or the income side, that we have maximum customization, transparency, tax efficiency on the growth side, and then very few advisors do anything very well in the opportunistic side, which is we want to, you know, own where the money is flowing to. And that may be short-term, it may be long-term, but that's the money that we're really trying to take advantage of, you know, pricing dislocations. And so what looks, you know, when I look at a successful retirement plan, I don't find many people actually truly have it. Most people don't even have a, an, an income maximization plan. And when you look at, you know, people think if you've got, you know, hundred thousand to a million dollars. Well, you know, I find those investors, they're very concerned about their income, rightfully so. Right. Uh, but the investors that have two to five to 7 million, they must, they have to be equally as concerned. And I find that their strategies are the most lacking. And so, you know, you have to make sure when you look at planning for a successful retirement, that we're not just doom and gloom, but we have protection, we have growth, we have opportunistic growth, and then we have alternatives, right? So when we look at alternative strategies, if you have over $2.1 million net worth exclusive of your house, we have some fantastic strategies in the alternative space. Under 10 million, they're lacking in private equity. Over 10 million, 100 million, a billion, 5 billion, they have a tremendous amount of money in private equity. So, you know, we have to have those strategies. We have to have those conversations. So, you know, our clients are, you know, that $100,000 investor and that's all they have. And we have clients that have net worths of 25, 30, $40 million. So our job is to, you know, fix and create the puzzle uh, that's going to ultimately provide you with your successful retirement. It doesn't matter what others have, but it's, it's, it's your successful retirement. So give us a call. Uh, let's set a conversation up with Paige, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. As much as I am an optimist, I want to go over three signs that the bear market isn't over. We'll get after get to that after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this radio show that you're listening to. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. We do believe in facts over feelings. We have a data-driven process. Uh, We think a data-driven process is the best approach to portfolio construction. We want to make sure that you have protection, principal protection, and income protection alongside the best and top uh, strategies on the growth side. As you know, access to our uh, growth strategies uh, currently rank in the top 5% of all growth strategies. Uh, When it comes to dividend growth, uh, top 2%, small and mid, top one. 
uh, focus growth top five and all cap growth top five percent. So who should reach out to us? I'm often asked about that. Uh, if you're not 100 percent certain your portfolio could withstand three, four, five, six, seven years of what we just went through, uh, we have to have at least a conversation uh, and those individuals who have over $100,000 of investable assets and you own mutual funds. I still see half million, million dollar, $2 million portfolios inside mutual funds and they're paying a fee to own those uh, mutual funds to the advisor. It doesn't make sense to me. Lack of transparency, lack of customization, uh, lacks of tax efficiency, average growth fund it's reported that uh, loses 2.1% a year in tax loss. Think about that. Your return is dragged down by 2.1% a year just due to taxes. So if that's you, uh, let's have a conversation. You can call Paige. Paige is uh, our great assistant. She'll set a time for us to talk this week. You can do that at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and uh, she'll find a time for us to, uh, to talk. And also, uh, you can visit the website. We do podcast every episode, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. So if you uh, heard a little bit of the show, but you want to hear more, uh, just go listen to all of our past shows. So we want to help that though. We want to help those that want help. And our job isn't to try to uh, convince you that you need help if you don't recognize that uh, you need help, or if you're not 100% certain that your portfolio uh, is, uh, you know, can withstand, you know, the turbulent markets that we think are going to come, more so on the volatility side. Not so worried about a 2008 scenario. I'm worried about 2000, 2001, and two, uh, where we see, you know, three down years, and it doesn't even have to be significant down years, but subsequent down years or, or down years in in, in a row. Uh, a succession, I think, could be an issue. And that, that's kind of a concern of ours. So uh, we are uh, optimist, as you know. Uh, we talked a little bit about that in the first segment. Uh, but we have to also be realist. And there are some signs that the bear market isn't over. Uh, it's, it's a challenge. And I think when you look at every investors, um, you know, they appear optimistic, certainly. But when you look at the U.S. government bonds, gold and oil, uh, they tell you a less encouraging story. And our job is to be a realist, to be direct, but make sure that when we look at a portfolio that we have some protection, whether it's growth and income, those current rates are up to 15%. So principal protected up and then the growth is up to 15% currently of the S&P 500. Big key there is when you get a gain, that gain's locked in. Uh, and when, you know, with the equity bucket, uh, we are overweighting the dividend strategy currently. Uh, we think, um, you know, dividends and free cash flow are at a premium, especially in this market. And then in the opportunistic side, we found tremendous value and opportunity in energy stocks. And uh, they've just absolutely done, you know, phenomenal. So stocks, you know, at the end of last year, they continue, you know, ended the year, you know, fairly strong. And they've continued their rebound into 2023, uh, actually delivering one of the best openings to a calendar year since 2000. Now, you have to look at that, though, and remember what happened in 2000. I mean, the market ended up down and ended up down in 01 and it ended up down uh, in 02. And so we have to make sure that we are 
Paying attention to the Federal Reserve, I think it's widely expected another quarter point rate hike is coming, uh, even as the Fed confirmed its commitment to fighting inflation with no rate hikes, uh, rate cuts likely in 2023. Investors look to the S&P 500 and it's currently uh, at its highest level since last August. And the volatility gauge, which we pay uh, a lot of attention to, is at its 52-week low. So many investors, you know, it seems they continue to see a new bull market underway, and I certainly hope that's the case, uh, based on an opportunistic scenario in which the Fed successfully tames inflation with only modest slowing in the economic growth. I mean, the markets are very strong. Uh, corporate earnings and, um, you know, or employment. I think it's, uh, it, you know, it's one of those, you know, good news is bad news or bad news is good news. We're in one of these maddening scenarios where, you know, interest rates are, um, you know, they did what they did. And I think that's when you look at the protected side of our, you know, portfolio allocation. I mean, I can't remember the last time if ever I could look at a client and say, you know, for your protected money, for your bond alternative money, uh, that may be 10% of your portfolio, maybe 50% of your portfolio. We don't know. Clearly that's individualized, but it's principal protected. And currently you get, you know, the first 15% of the S&P. I mean, think about that for a minute. And then when you get a gain, that gain's locked in. I mean, that's, you know, a really strong story. And, and, and that story is driven by interest rates and, and what happened, you know, in the interest rate market last year. And it's one of those kind of anomalies that there are so many people out there that I talk with that they just tell me over and over again, I can't see another cut of 20% to my portfolio or 30% or 40% of my portfolio. And, and we're talking with individuals who, you know, are with, you know, uh, these big firms and they're, they feel just like a number because their answer is whenever they express concern about what's going on in the market and their portfolios and the fact that, you know, they're in their fifties or in their sixties they're in their seventies. And last year, you know, not only were their equities down 15 to 20%, their fixed income was down 15 to 30%. And the answer is, well, just sit and wait, right? Well, that's not a good enough answer. And because if there wasn't options, then that would be the only answer and you'd have to do it. But there are options. And, and so, you know, those are the conversations that we're having every single day of the week with investors that are just kind of looking at, you know, their portfolio statements and just saying, what gives, you know, is there a better way? And what I have found is you have two types of individuals, one that just kind of bury their head and they don't want to address it. And they justify it by saying, well, everybody's losing money, which is factually just inaccurate. And that's not a way to look at kind of portfolio management. And then you have those others that, you know, will reach out to advisors like us and they'll say, I'm just not confident in kind of what we're doing. I mean, you have one chance at retirement, right? I mean, that's it. And, you know, when you look at the environment that we're in currently, uh, as, you know, optimistic of a person that I am, we have to be very concerned. We have to be very concerned that we're in potentially a low growth environment. And I want to make sure that your portfolio could still withstand that strat, you know, that type of an environment that you could still grow, that you could still compound your money, that your income, you know, could still continue to increase potentially because that retirement red zone is kind of that 10 years pre 10 years post, you know, uh, retirement. And it's, it's just not good enough to work with an advisory firm or a, an investment firm that doesn't take a proactive approach to managing money. 
that just simply, you know, slaps a fee on an account to then farm out to mutual funds. I mean, it, it, it's mind boggling to me. And, you know, the challenge that I have is not so much this year or certainly last year, because I think we've been busier than we ever have been. And, and that makes sense because a lot of people have lost a lot of money, but it's, you know, in years that are good is explaining to individuals that, listen, you're making money, but that doesn't mean your portfolio is constructed correctly because you're just one down market away from giving back all those gains. And then what kind of stress is that going to provide you if you have a down market or a down series of markets over one to three to five years as you get closer to retirement or you are in retirement? So, you know, those are the people that we're talking with. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. But again, you know, when you look at, you know, is the bear market over? I mean, obviously nobody knows. If I knew, I certainly wouldn't be doing the radio show. If anybody knew, they certainly wouldn't be giving financial advice because they'd just be off somewhere making every single trade 100% with 100% success rate and um, obviously making more money than they know what to do with. But my concern are really threefold when I look at, even though stocks are trading higher, recent market action of other asset classes paints a starkly different picture. And there are three that merit, I think, particular attention and, and they're not exciting. They're boring. And, but that's just the way that it is. We have to, you know, humans, are, most humans are, are opportunistic and uh, optimistic. And so they think, well, everything's going to come back. Well, okay, maybe everything comes back. But if you look at what happened with Microsoft in 2000, it took 16 years for Microsoft to come back. So you, you bought Microsoft in 2000. It took you 16 years to get back to even. We can't have that if you're, I, I think ever, but if you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement or you're in retirement, not, we can't ex have that chance of, we, you know, of happening. So when we look at what concerns me, what keeps me up at night, U.S. government bonds, I think Treasury yields remain deeply inverted. Uh, a time-tested signal that an economic downturn is on the horizon. Yields on shorter-dated debt um, are higher than longer-dated debt, which is, you know, what, what they constitute as it being inverted, because generally the longer you give somebody money, which is what a bond is, the more interest rate you're going to receive for that. Well, it's it's the opposite right now. And that has done a very good job of really just showing that, you know, an economic downturn is on the horizon. You look at gold and, and since the October low for the S&P 500, gold continues to outperform both the S&P and the NASDAQ. Very curious, given that many investors view gold as a safe haven when turbulence looms. And so, you know, while the price of gold has likely, you know, got a boost from rising rates around the U.S. debt ceiling, it it's likely would not be maintaining this level if economic growth were in fact stabilizing or rebounding as stocks, stocks seem to think. So you just look at who's buying gold. I mean, it's shocking the amount of gold that's that's being bought. And then lastly, we have to look at oil. I love oil stocks. But if equity investors are expecting a soft landing and potentially rebound in economic growth later in 03, oil prices do not reflect that. When you look at crude oil futures, for example, they're down 8.6% year to date, 18, almost 19% uh, from a year earlier. So the consensus expectation for oil suggests that falling demand in the U.S. could offset any demand gains from a recovery in China. 
and, and those are the things that, you know, we remain cautious about the direction of equities, you know, for, you know, this year. And, and that what we have to really focus on is that we must focus on portfolio construction. It's 100% at a premium. And if your portfolio isn't constructed in three components of growth, uh, protected growth or protected income, growth that doesn't have to stay fully invested, that's transparent, that is uh, tax efficient and is certainly customizable, you know, and then lastly, if you don't have that opportunistic bucket where you could take advantage of this near-term pricing dislocations and anomalies that exist and continue to exist, we just think that you're not going to be, you know, happy. That buy and hold, that strategy of just set it and forget it, you know, I think you're going to be disappointed. So with that being said, if you want to have a conversation with us this week, give us a call, 630-492-1912, Again, we want to embrace uncertainty. We want to incorporate uncertainty planning in our asset allocation, in the portfolio construction. We think that's going to help overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. At least that's our true we believe to our core. And uh, if you believe that, then we want to have a conversation. So 630-492-1912. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are fiduciary. We believe in embracing uncertainty when it comes to portfolio construction. I think it's key that we incorporate uncertainty planning and asset allocation and portfolio construction, which we believe wholeheartedly can help overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. It's proven and we believe in a data driven how hard is that to say data driven process we think a data driven process is the best approach to uh, to portfolio construction if you're not 100% certain that your income that your portfolio could grow your income could remain consistent or increase in a year like we had last year and an environment of maybe low growth over the next 1 to 3 to 5 to 7 years Those are the individuals that we're having conversations with. If you don't have written retirement income maximization planning, tax mitigation planning, uh, we want to have a conversation with you. That's all it is. It's It's a brief conversation to learn a little bit about you and learn a little bit more about what we do and what we provide and what our process is. And if, uh, those, uh, line up and, and you like it and we think that uh, we can help you because ultimately that's our job uh, then we're going to have a you know take it to the next step and, and do a portfolio review do a retirement financial plan and analysis and then share with you why uh, we think our strategy is is going to provide uh, you know you what you need in a period of, of market uncertainty so with that being said uh, give us a call you can call page at 630. 630- 
492-1912. She'll set a time for us to have a conversation this week. So to close shop on uh, last segment when we were talking about the, um, you know, why, uh, you know, potentially, you know, we're getting conflicting indicators as far as the bear market being over and, you know, the market's running. Um, I think, you know, we're all talking about, everybody's talking about, is it going to be a hard landing? Is it going to be a soft landing? I don't necessarily know what either of those mean. I mean, conceptually, yes, but uh, for a soft landing uh, to happen, I think uh, that's held by, you know, many investors for that to be validated. We truly need, at least if you look at history as a gauge, we need to see steeper yield curves, weaker gold prices and stronger performance in energy. Uh, investors, I think, should focus on income generation, at least at this period of heightened uncertainty. And as this period plays out, we have to continue to focus on short to intermediate term uh, kind of thinking. Um, you know, there's tremendous opportunity in certain asset classes. And, uh, you know, we love talking about, um, you know, just customization. And I just am so tired of seeing these cookie cutter portfolios for, you know, the hundred thousand, the 500,000, the million, million and a half uh, dollar investor on up that just has mutual funds. And then you're paying an advisor for those funds. And then, you know, or just simple ETFs. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, I don't think that's going to perform, you know? And again, as we look at, you know, we have to look at what is going to perform, not what has performed. And, and again, you know, when you, when you adhere to data and you adhere to, you know, facts and you have an approach to looking at the markets and portfolio construction, you know, and if we can build in uncertainty planning, uncertainty strategies, it, it, it's just kind of a win-win. And, and, and it's not only is it a win-win on the numbers side. I mean, I have to imagine, you know, I'm 48 years old and, and so I still have many working years left. I'm not quite sure how I would feel in this economy, in this market, uh, you know, five years from retirement, three years from retirement or in retirement, because it's, I think it's just going to be a challenge. And uh, if there's a big, if, if your portfolio is not constructed properly and, 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 and I know this because of, you know, 30, well, not 30, but 25 years in the business, the conversations that I have on a weekly basis with individuals, it's just, you know, many people aren't, you know, their portfolios or advisors have kind of only set their portfolios up for a, uh, positive market. And I think those are, you know, going to, to be, uh, to be a challenge. I think again, we're in this up and down period. And as you, we talked about, you know, on our protected strategy in the protected growth bucket, I mean, we're seeing strategies out there that allow for a hundred percent principal prote- protection, 15% of the annual gains of the S and P and those gains are locked in. And, and again, for so many people who lost money last year in fixed income, that may be a great alternative to kind of recoup those losses. And so, you know, you know, those are things that we want to make sure that we're, we're having conversations with. And, and, and again, I think it's just education. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And, and with any investment, there's kind of a good and a bad or a pro and a con. And, you know, that's what we have to make sure that we're always explaining not only the good, but we understand kind of some of the limitations of, a, of an investment because everyone has them. CDs have them. I mean, CDs give you that peace of mind for safety, but they're not even keeping up with inflation. And especially, you know, when you look at after tax, but yet you have 
that peace of mind. But then down the road, is your money going to grow? Is it going to, you know, are you going to going to continue to have, you know, the same purchasing power that you have today in the next five to seven years? And so everything has a good and a bad. And we just have to look at and, and, and create portfolios that, you know, have more good than, than limitations and, and, and limitations on the loss side. Those are the things that we want to make sure that we're, you know, challenging because it's, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a challenge because people don't understand when you lose a certain amount of money, you know, what ultimately has to come back, uh, what you have to do in returns just to get back to even. And, and especially if we're in a period where, you know, not every dip is being bought and, and we're going to annualize, you know, 15, 16% a year, you know, like many asset classes did over the last 10, um, it's, it's a challenge. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So let's get to, um, you know, when we look at, um, you know, what happens, you know, after a year of falling assets, you know, again, you know, 2022 was a challenge. Um, you know, 2023, I was as happy as anybody, I think, to see the calendar turn over. Um, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, what a successful retirement looks like. And I think we've shared this, you know, especially this episode, how we get there. Um, but I really want, I want to talk about the importance of managing volatility in retirement portfolios. It, I think when you look at portfolios and you, you look at, you know, what, what, what I have seen constantly are, you know, balanced portfolios and, and you look at, you know, asset classes and that, you know, when you look at a statement of a client and, and I ask them kind of, you know, do you think you're diversified? And, and of course, everybody says yes. And this is, you know, not a surprise because, you know, generally if you're seeking out, um, you know, uh, if you're seeking out, uh, you know, advice and education and help, you know, this isn't something that you do full time. So when we look at diversification and we see, that, you know, people think that they're diversified because of the number of positions on a portfolio in their portfolio, that doesn't mean you're diversified. And that just means that you own a bunch of different things, but those different things could all be, you know, in the same asset classes. And when we look at kind of that hundred thousand dollar to $3,000 or $3 million investor, many times they own two things, they own equities and they own bonds. And it's no wonder in years like last year that they, you know, they have a challenge and, and they have, you know, a challenge in trying to overcome and, uh, you know, you know, fight through, you know, down markets, because I think the job of an advisor is to always pursue better outcomes for clients. And that, if you think about, you know, we often talk a lot about, um, you know, clarity of purpose, right? I mean, three basic words, clarity of purpose. Well, what's your clarity of purpose inside of your portfolio? You know, most people just don't have a good answer because the advisor hasn't given them the knowledge, the explanation of here's how the portfolio is constructed. We talked with a a listener this week and they mentioned after, you know, we went through portfolio construction and how we construct a portfolio. And they said, you know what, we've never heard it explained this way. And to me, you know, that's, that's just the best thing somebody could say to me because my job is to educate how you construct a portfolio because we don't know what's going to happen, you know, when the markets are down. So 
if we have clarity of purpose in a portfolio and if our job is to pursue better outcomes for clients, you know, what does that ultimately mean? And well, I think for one, you know, it's, it's really simple is making sure that clients safe money is not down 15 to 30% like last year. I mean, you know, the industry is broken. You know, they want to talk about, you know, fees, fees, fees. And, and you've heard me get on my soapbox over and over again, but fees are really irrelevant. I mean, I mean, yes, the only time that they're relevant is if we know that the markets are going to go up forever, then yes, you want the, the lowest fee because ultimately you're going to win, right? I mean, it's simple, but that's not reality. You know, that is just simply not reality. And so first and foremost, you have to make sure that your safe money is exactly that protected, protected against loss, whether it's growth or income that then frees up mental, you know, mental space for you, the investor to then, then really go after some growth assets. Because if you know that your income is met and you know that a bucket of your money can't go down. And like I mentioned earlier, the rate today is up to 15% of the S and P. Well then, and and that may only be 30% of your portfolio or 25 or 50. I mean, that's individualized, but that frees you then to not have to stay awake at night when you see statements and you see, you know, just that you're losing a bunch of money because I think the great advisors, they're both a bull and a bear at the same time. Unfortunately, in this industry, generally, you're only one or the other. You're always selling rose-colored glasses, time in the market, don't worry about it, the world's great. I mean, my goodness, who could say that today? The world is not great. I mean, there is so much risk and there is so much uncertainty that I, I in, you know, when I started this business, you know, in, in the late 90s, uh, I haven't seen another period like this. And then you have the flip side to that where... They're just always negative. It doesn't matter what's happening. They just think the world's coming to an end. They think you have to put it in gold. They have to think you have to put it in, you know, annuities that that are just, you know, aren't going to grow much, but they give you that peace of mind. And the reality is that the good advisors, the good, you know, firms, the good, you know, educators, like I think that we are, you can be a both a bull and a bear at the same time. And that's when you know you have a good strategy. So, if you don't know that and you're not certain of that, we need to have a conversation. Uh, Paige will set a time for us to call this week, uh, six, uh, for us to speak this week. Give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, again, you know, I think that we have to uncompl- uh, un- uncomplicate uh, complex uh, thoughts. And we have to look at a holistic approach that brings relevant, timely insights to every client of ours. And we have clients that are in every, you know, different stages. We have, you know, I'd say the bulk of our clients are in that kind of 50 to, you know, 80 year old range. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't work with individuals that, you know, are, are younger and, and, and still doing well. But we, we, it's, you know, investing, if you think about it, it, it's really simple. And you're, you know, if we can construct a portfolio that could lose less in down markets, then ultimately I think that's the formula for beating the markets over the long term, right? And, and you have to do that. And it's, it's just something that we're very, very, um, you know, passionate about because, you know, we have to structure for, for uh, portfolios that are forward looking, not what did well, you come into my office, I don't want, care about showing you something that did well. 
if somebody did that to me, I would say, well, what does that mean? It means nothing. I want you to talk to me about the next one, three, five, seven, and 10 years. That's how you know that uh, you're with a proactive, cutting edge type of advisory firm. I think if you're hoping to make money and if you're hoping that your portfolio could withstand you know, big drawdowns or, or, or significant volatility or you're hoping that you can recoup all of those losses on your safe money, you know, many times, as you know, you know, hoping is hopeless. And so our planning is focused on helping clients forecast how their portfolios are going to look in the future. And again, you have to know what your margin of safety is. You know, people don't even know what their margin of safety is inside of a portfolio. And it's no wonder that everybody just says, you know what, I don't want to look at my statements this week or this month, or I don't want to log in because I know it's, it's, it's just going to, you know, make me upset. And I get it. I mean, I'm not, you know, we all are human, but that's where we come in. And that's where we want to say, listen, there is a better way. Let, let's simplify it. You know, strategies are complex, right? But let's simplify it in, you know, compartmentalize it. We got our protected growth and income bucket. We got our growth bucket. We have our alternate, uh, our, our opportunistic bucket, which includes our alternative strategies. And so when we can dive into it in that regard, and then we can look at making sure that your income, whatever those needs are, are in retirement, that those incomes are going to be met with that big G word guaranteed. Um, you know, whether it's social security, whether it's, you know, whether it's a pension and, and whether it's a, you know, CDs or whether it's, you know, annuities would it, there's so many different choices of how we can, how income can be guaranteed. Um, you know, we have to make sure that you know that your income needs are met and then let's free up the rest of the money to, to really grow and, and, and let's look at it in a way that we just want to make as much as we can with the least amount of risk. So that's it. I know it's kind of a rant, but uh, hopefully you got something out of it. So I will uh, be back with you in a minute. If you do want to have a uh, conversation this week, just give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you want to listen to this show or past shows, check out the radio page on our website. That's KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. This is Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this show, clearly. And I am also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We work with clients really uh, kind of coast to coast. I mean, as you know, or maybe you don't know, if this is your first time listening, uh, we have a very diverse uh, set of clients. and We love that. Um, but we don't think that you should be defined by working with somebody, especially in this day and age, just simply by location. Um, you know, think about that. I mean, it's like, you know, so many people, they want to be work with somebody close to them. Well, what if that person is not good? 
What if those strategies are not cutting edge? What if they're not proactive? What if they're not forward looking? Uh, one of the things with Zoom is it uh, really opened up, you know, our ability to uh, to talk with people that, you know, aren't just in our general vicinity. So that's one of the reasons that I think the podcast has done so well is we're, you know, talking with and, and sharing our beliefs and, and our passion with uh, with so many more uh, investors than than we were pre-COVID. And, and we're really pleased and, and thankful for that. So uh, 630-492-1912 is the way to get a hold of us. If you want to have a conversation with us this week, call Paige, uh, 630-492-1912, and she will set a time for us to talk this week. So I want to go over uh, this last segment, uh, questions, and, and it's kind of questions that that I would uh, ask uh, somebody, and I want you to think about it. And if you can't answer these questions or if you need help answering these questions, then, um, you know, certainly, you know, make it a point to, to reach out to us this week. But, you know, one of the questions I think is, is, you know, questions in my mind are to get investors thinking and really get to the motivation of, you know, one person may think that they're risk averse or they're super aggressive until the markets do something that, you know, they didn't expect. And then they realize, well, maybe I'm not as conservative or maybe I'm not as aggressive as I once thought, but what do you value more than money? I mean, you know, the really basic question, right? But, you know, I think this question really shifts the conversation from dollars and cents to really what is truly important in a person's life. And I think the most common response that I get, at least if you asked me that, it would certainly be family, right? But, you know, what are we doing this for? I mean, what are we investing for? Is it for you to spend and maximize every penny and and spend every dollar that you have? Or is it to have a good retirement and then ultimately leave a legacy? And, and, And when people here leave a legacy, you can leave a legacy with a dollar, you don't need $10 million, $15 million, $20 million to leave a legacy. And, and we're, you know, so proud that, you know, our firm works with clients who have a hundred thousand dollars and clients who have net worths of, you know, 30, 40, $50 million. We're never going to change that. And just because somebody works with, you know, only you need a half million dollars, you need a million dollars to work with us. That doesn't make them better in any way, shape or form. Uh, I just think that, you know, our passion, as long as I'm running, you know, this firm that has my last name, uh, we're going to help everybody. So what do you value more in money? If you're asking me, certainly my family, my health and uh, my faith. And and so those are the things that I think, uh, you know, it's a really good conversation to have with, with a friend, a spouse, or, or just ask yourself that. So uh, another question I found pretty thought provoking when it comes to thinking about money is what makes you feel at peace? You know, what makes you feel at peace? I think when you understand stress uh, relievers and a person's motivation, it's a great way to learn potential traits and values. And, and I really think it provides us and whoever if you, if you ask yourself that question, an opportunity to uncover any potential concerns or problems that you may think are on the horizon. And so, you know, yeah, what makes you feel at peace? Is it uh, income? Is it portfolio balance? Is it knowing you can't lose money? Is it trying to, you know, take your assets and 10X them? I mean, everybody's different, but, but what makes you feel at peace? And so really give, you know, that some thought. 
couple other ones I have before the end of the show, but I know this is a little different segment, but I think it's important because it gets you thinking. It gets you thinking about kind of life. It gets you thinking about money. And then ultimately it gets you thinking about your current portfolio. And if you're truly satisfied with it, and if you're not, you know, certainly we'd love to, to see if we could help you out at 630-492-1912. Paige would set some time for us to talk this week, but um, you have a stress-free, total free Saturday and Sunday. You know, what do you do during that time? You know, is it, you know, something that you try to spend, you know, looking at your portfolio? Is it, you know, you try to, you know, look at, you know, the advisor and what they're recommending? Or do you spend time with your family, your friends and kind of just, you know, dislocate, you know, just don't think about a lot of what's going on in the world today. But I think that can give you an idea of uh, kind of, you know, how strong or how secure you are with, uh, with your current investment portfolio. One that I love uh, that I've been asked, and, and I really wrote it down when someone asked me it, was what has your attention in the world today? I mean, that to me is an open-ended question that allows, I think, certainly myself to, when I was asked that question, to express the most pressing financial issues generally, or geopolitical issues, or family issues that, I, that, that we're dealing with. And, you know, to me, that, that's just a, a, something that we really have to think about because it all relates back to, you know, we manage money. So I'm going to relate this all back to money and portfolios and retirement because I'm often asked, do I have enough? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you have enough. I mean, I have, you know, a client that, that it has, you know, is down to their last $10 million and they said, I just don't want to lose it. And it's like, okay. I mean, you tell that to, you know, some of my other clients and they would say, my gosh, I mean, you know, I have a hundred thousand dollars in, and you're telling me that, you know, you have 10 million and you don't feel like enough. I have a hundred thousand and I think it's plenty. So, you know, wealth is truly individualized, but we're seeing in this industry, most of the big banks, most of the big brokerage firms, they're going after the higher to ultra high net worth client. I mean, it's, it's, and I think everybody needs help. You know, but when you look at what they're doing, kind of the forgotten people are kind of the two million and under client. And, you know, these bigger firms and these bigger banks and, and, and certainly the brokerage firms, I mean, they want you to have three, four, five, six, seven, eight million dollars. And certainly they're gonna still work with you generally. I mean, I've heard of some firms at a half million and under, you know, limiting or uh, the pay that you get in, in your revenue share with, with the big firms. But I don't know if that's still the case, but it's, uh, you know, we think everybody needs help. And, you know, I know the 1 million and under client is underserviced. I know most of their strategies are not proactive. I mean, it just is my uh, belief because of what I see that one to three to one to $5 million client. I know that they, think that they have the most proactive cutting edge risk managed tools, but it's just not there. And, and, and it's, uh, you know, and, and I think a lot of people had that realization last year. And my question to you is, what did you do about it? I mean, and, you know, what have you done about it? And if you have done nothing about it, then, you know, maybe it's time to do something about it because we're going to see it again. And, and we could see it in consecutive years. May not be this year, but you know, we what would happen 
if we saw two or three, you know, years of negative market growth in, in, in a row, or we don't, you know, instead of averaging six, seven, eight, 9%, what if we average two, three, 4%, what does that do? So, and lastly, um, well, we don't have any time to get to the rest, but, uh, hopefully, you know, you found something, uh, that we talked about this week that, that struck a nerve or you found, um, you know, something you want to dive deeper into, uh, a couple ways to do that. Certainly go to KUHNCP.com. That's KUHNCP.com. You can listen to all of our uh, past radio shows. We do podcast every show. So, you know, make sure that, that, that you listen there. My ask for you is if you do listen to it and you find that it is of interest to you, uh, pass it on, text it to a friend, text it to a family member. Um, you know, let them hear the story as well, because uh, we're passionate about getting that message out. And if you want to take that next step and, and kind of bounce some ideas off of me uh, or ask questions, uh, to, uh, uh, you know, to me about your current situation, uh, we'd love to have that opportunity as well. And so you can call Paige at 630-492-1912, 1912 and she'll set a time that works for both of us to uh, to have a conversation this week. So with that being said, I uh, hope everybody has a safe week. Hope everybody has a profitable week. And uh, we'll certainly be back next week with more information. Take care. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.